The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range. Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie All right, joined now by Philip Malloy for movies. And I actually know something about this Jungle Book thing you're going to talk about. This guy, I was in... um, I know you know about the animation. No, no, I was in in Bermuda last week. Hmm. So I was watching a lot of American television. And the director, John Favreau, was on every talk show. Was he? Yeah. Talking about Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's so special about it? Well, it, it, it's okay. Uh, it's a, it's what it does is basically it, lo- it uses the technology that is there now that wasn't there in the past that wasn't there in Walt Disney's day. And um, by the way, it was the last. Uh, it was uh, released in 1967, so it was the last um, of the Disney uh, uh, animation features that was supervised by Walt Disney. He oh, died. I see. He died after the original Jungle Book. The original Jungle okay. Book. Okay, but uh, as you know, it's based on the stories of Roger Kipling, and it's about this 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 man cub Mowgli, and uh, um, he's 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 on an adventure, I suppose you'd say. He was reared by wolves in the wild, and he goes on this adventure with a panther in order to get back. To um, his to the to the village that's run by yeah. uh, human people. This um, is Tarzan for children. Well, it's it actually sounds very like that. It does. Um, yeah. There was a boy Tarzan as well, wasn't there? There was. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds it sounds <laughs> it sounds very like that. What but was what the actor did? who played boy? Who was it? Johnny Sheffield. Oh, Johnny Sheffield. Very good. Yeah. Right <laughs> up like your right, right up your street. Um, but w- the thing about this is that okay, we talk about remakes and so on all the time. Um, now, the, the interesting thing about it is that it's okay. It's obviously it's a remake, but it's a it's a live action remake in which they, through the use of CGI, they actually create the animals and the animals interact with this kid. Um, uh, so hold on well now. How do you mean through CGI they create the animals? How does the that animals, work? The animal. Well, well uh, okay. Uh, I don't mean technically, technically, but what's the difference between like the panther in the modern uh, uh, Jungle Book well, for a start, and the panther in the original 1967 movie, for instance? Well, okay. For a start, if you're using CGI to create a panther, you can do anything with them. All right. Okay. Absolutely anything with him. And then there's a there's a, a, a tiger in it called Shere Khan and Shere Khan is the uh, is the, the villain. And one of the really interesting things, by the way, about, about the original um, uh, Jungle Book 1967, nowadays um, all kinds of stars actually lend their voices to this kind of work. They do what's called voice work. Uh, but for the first time in 1967, uh, star actors actually did voice work. That's right. And one of them was... Saunders George, George, Shere Khan. George, George Shere Khan. Sander George Married Sander. to Zsa Zsa Gabor Absolutely George George Sanders and he was the first um, uh, actor who won an Oscar to do voiceover work on an animated picture um, but anyway well, that's not what you're talking about you're Well talking what I'm asking really I suppose is is this much better it's it's better it's it's better if you do it right. Okay, they actually this is CGI as well, and I've seen CGI had the hell kicked out of it for a, the last couple of years. Uh, and there are only a few films that I could actually mention to you where CGI was used well, where CGI added depth, where it enhanced the, yeah. the, the the story that was being told. But this is one of them. There's a real sort of density to the wild and to the forest and the place where he where he lives, and uh, it's it's it looks gorgeous, George. It looks absolutely. 
absolutely wonderful. And the, uh, I, uh, of the, um, the the voiceover actors that I've heard in recent times, this has three of the very best. Idris Elba is uh, Shere Khan in it. And you know Idris Elba? Yeah. Uh, he has this gorgeous, wonderful, deep sort of voice. And he's scary as hell. He's scary as hell. And Baloo, who's the kind of con man bear, you know? Yeah, Baloo. of course. Yeah, that's played by Bill Murray. And he gets some great laughs. He gets some, uh, some really, he's very, very funny. So he's good in it as well. So the thing about it is... I was going to go to this movie until you mentioned Bill Murray. Oh, stop with He's great in it, George. He's very funny. <laughs> right, okay. uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go right. and I'd take your, your grandkids to it. I'd highly, well, highly that's it. the other question I have yeah. for you. Yeah. The great music of the original yeah. Jungle Book, yeah. is that retained? Well, it, the, the thing is, I think to some extent it doesn't need the music, but there are several of the songs, The Bare Necessities is in it. I Want to Be Like Him um, is in it. Who did that? Louis Prima, was yeah. it? Yeah. Um, they, they're all in it. Uh, so uh, I, I figure, I figure that they, uh, that people might have some people would have felt shortchanged if they yes. hadn't hadn't been in it so they're in it they're there <laughs> they're, they're All right. in okay. it it looks great uh, the effects are, are, are well controlled the, as I said the voice uh, work is excellent and uh, John Favreau who has who's, who's backed a couple of poor sort of runners in recent times is back on form with this one. All right. Okay, well, I, the interesting thing about the way American television interviewed him, they interviewed him all the time about this movie, but we didn't see any sort of clips from the movies like, yeah. which which like a British or Irish television interviewer would have done. Yeah, but do you, do, do, do you not think, and this comes across in American chat shows and talk shows all the time as well, they get them on, they get these people on, and they get, they're enormous people, they're huge stars, and then never ask them the questions you want asked. No. You know, they're so giddy and they're silly and doing games and all this kind of stuff, you know. Now, you're going to pick a piece of music. You know, normally I Yes, I, I did this. Utterly. You I did, did this yes, for no, me. No, you don't disagree utterly normally. You did this for I me. I did this for you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now, can I just say yeah. that you did a couple of weeks ago the music from High Noon. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I did. And you didn't do the soundtrack. Who did you do? I did Dwayne Eddy, who's the yeah. remember the great guitarist. Well, I went ahead and downloaded it. How did you? And I also downloaded. I addicted to it. I love it. I, I also it. downloaded Walter Brennan. Oh, good. On high noon. On high noon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he did. So he, had, he had a hit with a, a a song called "Old Rivers." You never heard that, no? I downloaded a pile of them. Yeah. Right. Okay. Give me the music. Come on, I'm waiting. Okay. Do you want the intro then, or do you want to? Okay. Tell me what it is. Okay. First of all, what we're talking about is Zulu. Yeah. Um, uh, 1964 would I say George and of course it's about the uh, the fight at Rourke's Drift between uh, as 150 British soldiers and 4,000 Zulu warriors isn't that right is that are they the right figures that's not bad yes okay so um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Cy Enfield um, was the director and Cy Enfield had been kicked out of the United States uh, by the Hook, that's the the Hook uh, House Un-American Activities Committee. They had uh, charged him with being a con- con- communist and threw him out of the United States. Uh, but who composed so, the music? So, so I'm going to come to that in a oh, sec, will you? Okay. So he's, that, that's him, that's the director. The producer was Stanley Baker, who was also the star of it. And it also kind of introduced, he had been in tiny parts up to then, Michael Caine so anyway they went to South Africa and they shot this thing they came back and uh, you know Lionel Bart don't you you know who yeah. Lionel Bart was the guy who wrote Oliver okay Stanley Baker approached him about
about writing the music for Zulu now. So you wouldn't have had the piece of the, the music that you love at all if the story had gone the way it was originally intended. <laughs> OK, so it's uh, he offered it to him and he said yes. Then he went off and read the script and realised he was a songwriter. He wrote yeah. songs, couldn't read or write music. OK, and then he realised that, that really he couldn't do this. He, he wasn't able to do this. So what they did was they gave the job. He had recently heard, uh, he had recently seen uh, From Rush With Love and uh, so they gave the job uh, of scoring the movie to John Barry. And John Barry is the guy who wrote what she, you're about Zulu, to Zulu, who's half you, Irish. Well, actually, his father is John Barry Prendergast from Cork. That's right. Yeah. So Zulu. I mean, it's just extraordinary, that music. And, like, it opens the thing. Then you've got the voiceover by Richard Burton. Mm. Uh, at the you, beginning and the end. He, yeah, the you've end, got the it? wonderful thing where you had the, the wedding of about uh, 100 Zulu girls. Mm. When your man comes in, the black actor with the message, mm. you know, that they've destroyed your man, the army. Oh, it was fabulous. Listen... Um, yeah, just, just could I just yeah. say, um, up to then, this this was a kind of turning point in John Barry's career. Up to then, he had done a couple of, he had scored a couple of Adam Faith movies. He had done one by your friend Michael Winner, The Cool Mikado, which is based yeah. on the Mikado, and uh, the L shaped room he had done. But they were very small, and he was looking for, um, he was looking for a project that would allow him to use the orchestra to the full, to the fullest, and that's what he got with. Oh, uh, it was magnificent. Question here: mm. Can we find the 1957 Rising of the Moon on video or DVD or anything? Do you know? Uh, Mike wants to know. Do you remember there were short stories? Yeah, yeah. Narrated by Tyrone Power. Mm, I haven't tried to find. Look into it. Yeah. What, what's the connection between the Grand National and the 1957 movie, The Rising of the Moon? Well, was the winner called the Rising of the Moon or no, something like no, that? No, no, no. The, the trainer of the horse that won the Grand National was Mouse Morris, oh, whose who father who, was Lord Callanan. And Mouse Morris won this year's Grand National. Yeah, yeah. but Ma- Lord Callanan was the producer of the Rising of the Moon. Oh, very good. Right. Yeah, Mark, uh, Lord Callanan had uh, the what the Ardmore Studios owned uh, opened in 1958, and from uh, for quite a few years, Lord Callanan had a, a strong association with it. 
Now, I want news. I was watching The Good Wife last night uh, and... Uh, and by, by the way, could I just say, as well, I know I'm interrupting you a lot, I'm doing what you always do. Uh, I, I looked at, George, I looked at the final episode... Don't of, tell of, me! ...of The Night Manager last night. Oh, no, The what Night I'm, Manager. What I'm saying is, over the weekend, I watched the, the, the six episodes and I can see, okay, I can see what they're saying about uh, Tom Hiddleston and Bond. He has it, you know, he has it. He's not he's not a sort of pretty boy actor like Roger Moore. Oh, or, he's fabulous. But he's but, very, but very good. I also want to defend myself, right? Oh, go ahead. Because I said I didn't fancy the woman at all. You know, the heroine. Uh, yeah, right Elizabeth now, Becky. I didn't like her at all. Oh, and uh, then somebody said... Well, you mixed her up with Elizabeth, Olivia Coleman. I didn't mix her up with Olivia oh. Coleman. That's the point. Olivia Coleman's a fabulous actress and was outstanding yeah. in The Night Manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there. Okay. Just the well, well, I'm, I'm telling wife. you, I'm t- yeah, but I'm telling you now that watch out for Elizabeth Becky. That was the, st- right. the tall blonde actress. Yeah, didn't and, like her. And I saw her first as the villain in The Man from Uncle. And now she, as you know, she had a much more sympathetic role in this. You watch out for her. She's going to be big. Eli from The Good Wife, you yes. have news. Well, yeah, we, we, we talked before um, about this, um, this movie, The Battle of the Sexes. And uh, the, the Battle of the Sexes is it was 1973, wasn't it? And it's the story, basically, of Bobby Riggs, um, who is played by Steve Carell in the movie. And Bobby Riggs, uh, he was a fairly obnoxious figure. What, am I right in saying that? He was an obnoxious figure? What? Bobby Riggs is a fairly obnoxious figure. Yeah. And anyway, he, he repeatedly contended that a woman just couldn't beat a man in tennis. So eventually, uh, Billie Jean King got fed up with this and she... Um, she took him on and it's that story it's the story of but Riggs was about Riggs was in his 50s yeah. and so who's what's Eli doing well yeah but he was saying it he was claiming he could do it he right. was claiming he but could what was Eli doing so Eli um, it's um, d- d- you mentioned before um, a guy called T- Ted Tinling to me he was a dress designer okay. former tennis yeah. player gay yeah well he was gay and he was openly gay and he encouraged her to come out as gay and, oh, she, yeah. and she did come out as gay and for, and for the Battle of the Sexes he actually designed the, the outfit that she wore when she was right. um, and I'm, that's uh, Alan Cumming that's Alan Cumming and they're shooting uh, the movie at the moment and it looks like it has you know it looks like it and Alan good. Cumming is gay of course yes Right. And the extraordinary thing I was watching. And he's he's it out, again. he doesn't he doesn't Oh no, he's married. Yeah. But he's in a same sex marriage. But the extraordinary thing about Alan Cumming, and I watched him again last night. Mm. When you see him on a chat show or something, he is the most he's the roughest Scottish accent with an appalling hairstyle and he does the American accent brilliantly. Yeah, he does it really well in in in, in The Good Wife. Uh, did you uh, what one did you did you see that I won't say any more loud than this. Oh. Did you see the one? We just stop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. go on. Jesus, don't be a big baby. Did you see the one where you had the confrontation with Alicia? Yeah. Oh, it's a great scene. It's Eric's a like, wonderful scene. Oh, it scene. is wonderful. It's absolutely. And he's a, he's a fine actor, you know, George. He's a really good actor. He's a great actor. You know, people might say that he was a, an MC type or that he was, a, you yeah. know, that he, he, he worked in, in um, I don't know, on stage and uh, doing cabaret and stuff like that. But he's a really good and he has a great range as an actor. 
All right, we're not going to be able to get to your shelf and your movie auto premature. Keep it, will you? Because will. don't waste it now on Shane Coleman or one of these fellas <laughs> who might be subbing for me on my holidays. I want you. I want to talk about that. Okay. I want to talk about next okay, week when I'm come. talking to you. Yeah, you can come. What What's the picture show? Um, we have a we have a strong lineup, and as well, could I just say by the way, we we've a great collection of people coming up. Christian Bale is coming up. Jodie Foster is coming up. Up, uh, Damien. Oh, Lu- this week? Uh, no, no, no. In in in, in coming shows, uh, uh, Damien Lewis, your pal is coming up. So it's looking very good at the moment. Will you not get me on the show tonight, Damien Lewis? Uh, is on. Well, we'll see. Oh, You'll have to be picture- very good between now and then. Oh, is say. the picture show still six o'clock? Picture on show Saturday is six night? o'clock. Yes. It, it, on news talk. I know it's embedded at six o'clock now. <laughs> Gaelic football has to take second place Place, to to, uh, Philip Malloy. Coming up next, do you like music festivals? Did you go to like the Electric Picnic and all that sort of stuff? I did. We we actually let your hair grow long. We we actually started a festival in Wexford. It was called the Wexford Festival of Living Music. That was a kind of an alternative to the Opera Festival. And uh, went on for two years, and then the, the town fathers got fed up with it, yeah. and uh, they, right. they threw us out. 